Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right. Welcome back into the Fitness Fanatics. We're just taking some questions here uh, during our show today, so a lot of good information. We did have a texter um, text in, just said, I fully understand the sentiment as an avid gym goer, but please be careful how you guys talk about food. So if you could just give elaborate on that a little bit yeah. more. Um, we're just trying to see what we talked about that was bad or good or yeah. <laughs> with the food aspect of it. Right. Because I uh, feel like we try to be very... We, so in our program, we give people guidelines for their nutrition based on their body composition. But I do feel like it's very sustainable. It's very moderate. Um, we encourage people. I Like my big thing is to, you know, not necessarily restrict what you're eating, but try if, if there's something that you really want to eat, um, kind of keep that in there, but add something healthier to it, health, more a little nutrient dense, because I mean, food, we, we try not to put morality with food. I know you do. I try no, not what, to. What's that mean? Like you'll say something is a bad food. Like this is bad. Like sugar. Right. Well, just, you know, some people say that's a bad food. Like Reese's Pieces is a bad food. Oh, okay. No, and, good. Right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, I still get to eat like 2,200 calories a day. Yes. You know, so it's not like I'm starving or right. anything. Yes. We, pe- we, the thing, the thing that we struggle with the most with our program is people not eating enough in our program. So you do have to kind of, you know, we, I feel like it's very balanced. So I would like to elaborate on that a little bit. So hopefully that listener is still in and maybe there's something that we could clarify, but you know, I try not to include morality with food. So like art is Reese's pieces bad. No, it's just food. It's still fuel. Your body will still use it to function, you know, your body, but are there better choices? We always think of like good, better, best choices. Um, you know, it's not like you've never had Reese's Pieces again since you started Ferrell's, Jeff, you know. It, oh, yeah, no. Like, no. <laughs> but I think we can all agree that drinking Mountain Dew and eating a bag of Reese's Pieces and Fritos is probably not the most nutrient-dense food. It's right. not necessarily what your body needed, um, especially when that was the bulk of your kind of nutrition for the day. So we, I definitely think that we try to be pretty neutral when it comes to food and, um, you know, telling people to to add to your food and not necessarily restrict your food. So we still eat, you know, you can fit anything into your macros. So you can fit in, we fit in, you fit Doritos into your macros. Sometimes you'll make a little taco bowl for your Mm -hmm. lunch and it's just a matter of portion control. You still eat that. Right. Right. You know, so yeah, if we could just get an elaboration on that, but well, what's the next question here? What we want to go to? Um, Well, we can, I mean, I don't know. We can talk about ways to pro- track your progress that isn't on the scale because I know that's kind of hard sometimes for people. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So that was another question that we had. What's the best way to track your progress that isn't the scale? So, you know, and we talked about this when we've had members on and men especially tend to be very scale like focused and weigh themselves incessantly women do too but I think at certain point with women like this happened to me I used to be that way and then um I got mad one day and I kicked the scale across the bathroom (laughs) floor and it broke and then we didn't have a scale anymore so I stopped weighing myself every day so problem solved yeah this was a long time ago but I think that's pretty much when I broke up with my relationship of weighing myself every day we don't even have a scale at home no but we go to the gym every single day and there's a scale 
so we could weigh ourselves. And and the thing is, even if I did weigh myself, I just by talking about progress that isn't the scale, just by the way that my clothes fit, um, I pretty much always know where I'm going to be. There's rarely a time ever that I get on the scale and I'm shocked by what it says. Like I know now because I know how I feel. I know what um, how my clothes fit. So that's a great one, a way to track your progress. So right now, as part of our program for our fit members, we're doing what's we do little challenges for the maintenance members each session. And so this session, we're doing one where they um, took a picture. They took their own before picture in a, like a piece of clothing that maybe didn't fit them as well. And so that's how they're measuring their progress for this challenge. So in a couple of weeks, they're going to take their after picture in that same piece of clothing. And, you know, they're going to see progress that wasn't on the scale. So I think how your clothes fit is a huge way to pra- track your progress. Um, but I know Harrison has talked about too, how you just feel stronger, you feel better. Mm-hmm. Those things are also progress. Yeah. Like the knees not hurting. It's mm-hmm. always such a concern because my family just got bad knees. So anything I can do to make that feel better is great. So mm-hmm. like now I can, I can through the first, I'd say few weeks, like I could tell my knee had some pain already. Uh, just doing simple things. Wasn't even crazy. And as it's going on, um, on top of you guys do the stretching every time too. And, mm-hmm. you know, post-workout stretching, if you want to do that, uh, the flexibility on top of it and then adding the strength, you know, if you don't have muscles to move right. your legs to surround your knees and you just got bones and cartilage, that's going to grind down so fast. Yeah. You you have to give your legs some strength. Um, and you know, you don't have to see that on the scale. No, you'll, you'll feel that, you know, relatively quick. Um, that's one of the things that I feel like happens pretty fast is the joint pain. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you have cases where, um, I, I forgot the name you said, where his knees were at a point to where yeah. he wasn't going to be able to kick the back right. mm-hmm. and that's fine. Yes. He, he still got leg strength. Uh, and I'm sure they still felt better at the end of it, yes. but you yes. don't want to push yourself. So it's things like that, just joint pain and just, you know, just sit and ask yourself how you feel. Like yeah. I have more energy than I did before. Yeah. Um, just simple things like that, that you don't have to have numbers to feel. Yep. So that's the way the, you know, you kind of track that progress. It's not scale. I actually had one of our 10 weekers. I didn't tell you this, Jeff, on Friday that asked me, cause it's week seven. We just finished week seven. And she asked me, she was like, I am more sore now than I was like in the first week or two. Is that normal? Yeah. I'm like, well, I hope so. Like, yeah. So the weights are getting <laughs> right. more aggressive. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause you're getting stronger and mm-hmm. you're learning how to push yourself. You know, we, we tell people the first couple of weeks, you feel like you're kind of getting dragged through class. You know, you get done with class and you're like, oh my gosh, what just happened? And then that changes. And then you start being able to push yourself a little bit more. And so, you know, once we kind of just had a conversation about it, I'm like, well, yeah, think about week one when we were doing, you know, a minute of bicep curls and you were using a yellow band. Like, mm-hmm. I'm hoping you're not even picking up a yellow band for bicep curls anymore because you're stronger. Right, and right. so you're you're working your muscles in new ways. I'm always sore. Like, something is always sore. If I'm not sore, I'm a little bit disappointed. Now, what I eat, and that's the other thing I kind of talked to her about too. I'm like, now, if it's something that you're feeling like you're not recovering that's where we want to look at your mm-hmm. nutrition. Are you getting enough protein in? Are you drinking enough water? Are you doing the things to support the work that you're doing in, to, in the gym? So I think that that's um, another way to track progress is just being able to push yourself more and feeling stronger and doing more. We, um, Mark's mom, who's going to be on next week with us, she just posted the other day that she is um, doing push-ups on her toes now. You know, that's huge progress without worrying about what the number on the scale is well and and one of our members uh at yankee ridge 
he the reason he started is because he had high blood pressure oh yeah you know and i was just talking to him last week i mean he hasn't really lost any weight at all and he travels a lot he has yep. a really crazy schedule yep hasn't really lost any weight but his he went into the doctor and his blood pressure i'm not a blood pressure expert but the bottom number he's never been able to get it below 100 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was like 83 yeah so That's awesome just yeah. after three weeks you know changing the way he eats and again not necessarily dropping weight because you don't really and i've talked about this before being in, in a traffic jam and you're sitting there in traffic you don't know what's happening down the road just like you don't know what's happening internally yes you might not be seeing a number on the scale drop just like this member, but that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean he's not getting healthier internally, you know, by burning fat, building muscle, just stuff that's not, there's stuff that's not measurable on a scale that is quite frankly, more important going on in your body. That's one of the things that I struggle with, with, um, kind of our program is we do measure that stuff. We measure your weight, your body fat percentage, your muscle mass, your body fat mass. We measure that, but that's more from a troubleshooting perspective. We don't want to, we don't want people focusing on that, but it's really hard to, cause that is tangible. It's black and white. It's a mm-hmm. number. You can't really measure your endurance necessarily. Cause mm-hmm. that can fluctuate. Some days you're going to feel great because maybe you got really good sleep the night before, or you, you know, drank a, a lot of water. You're really hydrated or, you know, maybe it's the week over the weekend you had, some alcohol and then you come in on Monday and you just feel like, you know, really crummy because of that. So that's not always super tangible. So we measure that stuff because we want to make sure you're going in the right direction. But like my favorite people are the ones that are just like, I don't really care if I lose weight. I just want to, I want my clothes to fit better. I want to feel better. Those are the, the, my, you know, favorite because I already know that I'm, that I've already, I don't have to like climb this big mountain to like (laughs) get, get their mindset fixed to, making progress without having to, you know, berate yourself for the things like well, numbers on the scale. Before we get to a break, we figured out this math and then we didn't even talk about it. I know. It. Yeah. Going back to, to Joe's question about making time. So throughout the 10 week challenge, you're basically committing 48 hours of your time to ferals. To um, a workout. 45 minutes a day. For working out. For working out. 45 minutes a day six days a week for 10 weeks. That's 48 hours. It's less than 48 hours. That's including the orientation. Including orientation. Right. <laughs> so that's how, many, that's how many hours you, you will spend working out. Over that same 10 weeks, you have 1,680 hours of life Yep. in those 10 weeks. 48 hours of it you're working out. Which comes up to 2.8% mm-hmm. of your time. So you need to be able to find... 45 minutes a day to, to put you first because that 45 minutes a day will really help change your life. And yeah. I think everybody who, who and it realistically takes more than 45 minutes because you have to, or 48 hours because you are, you know, changing habits. You're making food differently. You're eating differently. You're maybe trying new recipes, trying new things, planning your meals. So it's going to take a little bit more, but like when you think about that 1600, 1600 hours hours. versus 48 hours of work, like that really does make it seem like it should seem manageable. I would hope for, for most people. Right. 
So it almost seems like, is that enough? You know, am I spending <laughs> I know. enough time right. doing this? Which yes, yes you are. Yes. 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 <laughs> All right. More well, we're, we're going to take a break. We got one more segment coming up. If you have any last couple questions you want to sneak in there, 402-464-5685. We'll be right back on 93.7 The Ticket.